This podcast is titled Who Gets Depression? And I'm going to give you the top nine risk factors for getting depression. Before I do, I'd just like to say that depression can affect anybody. And when I say anybody, I mean anybody and everybody, homeless people, wealthy people, children, happy people, successful people, alcoholics, parents, teenagers, very poor people, very old people, basically any section of society. And just to explain, a risk factor is some influence that increases the chances of you becoming depressed. And although it's quite possible to develop depression without any of these influences that I'm going to, to, to list, but if you have any of these, your chances of developing depression are higher. So let's go through them. First, you've previously had depression as an adult. Depression is recurrent. People who've recovered from at least one episode of depression have a 50% chance of it reoccurring. If someone has had three episodes of depression, they have an 80% chance of it reoccurring. And a reoccurrence of depression will usually begin within five years of the initial episode. And on average, individuals with a history of major depression will have between five and nine episodes of depression in their lifetime. Your second risk is that you had depression as a child. Now, there's been some research undertaken studying the likelihood of adult depression occurring if you'd suffered from childhood depression. And the results showed that those of us who suffered a mental health problem as an adult had a health problem before 18, and that percentage was 73. And 50% of people who'd had a mental health problem as an adult had one before the age of 15. So what it's saying is that the childhood counterpart generally precedes each health issue. So an adult who had been diagnosed with anxiety as a child says that the disorder should be assessed as an extension of the childhood disorder. And I get this because I was never diagnosed with depression as a child, but I know I had it. And it stayed with me until I finally got the help I needed at age 31. Had I been diagnosed earlier, I would have been in that category of adults where my poor mental health as an adult was simply an extension of my poor mental health in childhood. Thirdly, one of your parents suffered from depression. According to studies, depression runs in families and a family with at least one parent who is severely depressed creates a high risk factor that the children are eight times more likely to become depressed than children with no depression in the family. It's not surprising because someone who is depressed can't actually look after themselves very well. So then taking on the role of nurturing, nourishing children, keeping them safe and putting positive interactions in place 
doesn't happen so much. Certainly in my case, I remember my mother taking antidepressants and she got upset when she couldn't get hold of them. I'm not sure what her issues were, but she definitely was not a happy person. She criticised me constantly, didn't have the capacity to nurture me, and she hit me when she was angry. Was that because she was depressed? I don't know, but it certainly had an impact on my mental health. I did badly at school. I was very lonely and very isolated. So, number four is you suffer from a chronic health condition. There are some risk factors for people developing depression who are already ill. For instance, conditions such as Parkinson's disease and stroke cause changes in the brain. And in some cases, these changes may have a direct role in depression. Other illnesses that may trigger depression are Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer, epilepsy, diabetes, multiple sclerosis, and HIV. It's common for depression to set in specifically after the diagnosis of an illness, but the depression may lift as the person who is ill adjusts to treatment, but not always. It might be that the depression lingers even after the illness has healed up. And also, there could be an illness-related anxiety which can trigger symptoms of depression, anxiety about the illness and especially just after diagnosis. The fifth risk factor is that you have another mental health condition. Depression can be triggered if you have other mental health problems such as generalised anxiety disorder, schizophrenia, panic disorder, substance abuse, post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive-compulsive disorder, social phobia or eating disorders. And although the experts can't say why one mental health disorder would put you at a higher risk of depression, I can see there would certainly be some logic behind it. If someone suffers from an anxiety-related disorder, The biological mechanism for coping with that is to go into the fight-or-flight mode. This will in turn increase the stress hormone response and flood the body with cortisol. A small amount of cortisol is no bad thing, but when we're continually flooded with it, it can result in high blood sugar, high blood pressure, and a decreased ability to fight inflammation, and of course, increased inflammation has been identified as a precursor for depression. Also, people who suffer from high anxiety have also been shown to self-medicate with alcohol and recreational drugs, both of which can cause depression. Sixth risk factor is if you've had a baby, and it's very common for depression to follow birth, it's known as postpartum or postnatal depression, The experts cannot definitively tell us why people suffer from this type of depression, but I suffered from that type of depression. And I have to say, it it wasn't just a change in the hormones as they suspect, but it's also just not being able to get enough sleep, not being able to take care of myself as I used to, 
because I, I don't have time and I've got a baby to take care of. And being isolated from my previous social circle, particularly at work, this can lead to feeling a very low mood. And that's on top of just trying to take in this whole new experience, which is often overwhelming. The seventh risk factor is taking prescribed drugs. And this can be a difficulty, particularly for elderly patients. And drugs for the following conditions often have a warning on the side effects, which include depression. And that's drugs for acne, seizures, anxiety, insomnia, heart problems. Parkinson's disease, drugs for high blood pressure, some types of antibiotics, some are cancer drugs, birth control drugs, statins for cholesterol, and opioids for pain relief. The eighth risk factor is if you are a woman, and the statistics show that more women than men have depression. However, I have to question that because one survey said that although the studies show that women have depression more than men, there's also other studies that show that men are much likely to disclose their mental health health problems to a friend or family or seek support. In fact, One survey showed that 28% of men didn't get help compared to 19% of women. So I think the jury has to be out on that one. The ninth risk factor is if you've suffered a recent loss. And by this I mean something like a death in the family, divorce, losing a job, losing your home, perhaps being involved in an accident where you lose good health, maybe domestic violence where you've suffered some sort of abuse. So those are the nine top risk factors for getting depression. But just remember, it's quite possible to develop depression without any of these influences. But if you have any of these, your chances of developing depression are higher.